Hello there, friend, and welcome back to Swizzle's Gaming Tavern. I hope your adventures have been treating you good. Now, would you like your regular pint, or are you switching it up today? Hello, everybody, and welcome. I'm your Keep Swizzle, and welcome back to another episode of Swizzle's Gaming Tavern, the podcast where I bring all of your favorite gaming hobbies and throw them under one big roof. Today we're going to be talking about a couple of games I'm super excited for, uh, probably about three or four titles um, that are being produced right now, or developed I should say. <laughs> uh, all of them are going to be PC games of course. Uh, I'm going to be talking about a game that is already out, um, and that one will be the last one. The update I'm going to be talking to you guys about just got released today, uh, November 25th. So, I'm super excited. I hope that everybody is having a great week. Uh, if you guys haven't noticed, we got new podcast cover art, and it looks phenomenal. I am super impressed with it. It came out exactly the way I wanted. Uh, it was made by a guy named Kitsune Kai one over on Fiverr.com. So, if you guys need anything podcast art related, I highly recommend him. He does great like hand-drawn uh, and can do exactly what you need. <clears throat> I'm also looking at some intro music coming uh, from the guy who made my other podcast intro music. So keep your eye out for that. <clears throat> but yeah, so with that, let's go ahead and get started with the first game, which is going to be called Manor Lords, which I don't know the release date just yet. Uh, take a look. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you guys know that in a couple weeks. Tongue tied. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's going to be an upcoming strategy game for the PC that combines deep, organic, and realistic city building with large scale tactical battles. So it's going to be kind of like a mix of Bannerlord 2 mixed with. Uh, what's another game? Uh, Medieval 2, like any of the Total War games, um, uh, Crusader King, stuff like that. It looks like it's going to be kind of like that, along with, like, Banish-type building and stuff like that. So it looks really cool. The trailer looked awesome. It's handcrafted by a single developer, and it's also going to utilize the power of Unreal Engine to give the RTS-slash-builder genre kind of a fresh spin on the uh, series. Uh, it's really cool. I like the I like the city building in it, and it looks phenomenal. Um... It's aiming to provide a gridless, organic city building experience with full freedom of placement and rotation. Uh, but you can still snap it if you need that. If you don't like the whole free-for-all thing and you want to <laughs> kind of mess around and just keep everything on this beautiful little grid, that that's also going to be in there. Um, it's, motiva it's motivated by the growth of real medieval towns and villages, which is sounds awesome, so it sounds like if... Everything's going to be, uh, like, relying on a trade route, uh, landscaping, the weather, um, so it sounds really cool. Um, it's going to be, uh, based on historical realism from the, uh, I, I'm really bad at reading Roman numerals, it's the XI to XV, so I'm pretty sure that's 11 to 15th century Europe. Um, so basically what that means 
is all your fields are going to be plowed by a team of oxen. Iron is going to be bloomed in a bloomery. The sheep herded on the open pastures governed by the lord of the manor. It sounds really, really cool. The amount of detail they're putting in this game sounds phenomenal. Uh, again, the trailer showed a lot of it, so it sounds just like a great... It sounds exactly what I'm looking for in an RPG. Um, the combined attention to detail is the key to immersing yourself fully in the medieval medieval fiefdom you you will end up ruling. Um, the seasons pass, the weather changes, towns can rise and fall to war, disease, or famine, which sounds awesome. Like, the fact that you can get into a massive war and your town might potentially get wiped out by this massive force that's across the nation from you and who knows what happens after that <clears throat> you might have to like fight for survival and just uh all the diseases and like actually starving and stuff that sounds so cool i'm hoping the weather kind of will mess with that as well um being like if it's too snowy like your trade routes won't be as effective you could potentially lose oxen to like freezes or whatever or whatever they used back then <laughs> um the next thing that really makes me happy is the large-scale battles it wouldn't be a true medieval experience without armored soldiers duking it out on the battlefield uh manor lords aims to portray battles that feel real with large-scale unit formations morale flanking fatigue weather and equipment all coming into play the that being said i'm gonna go ahead and guess that the equipment part is gonna be like the siege weaponry um like the trebuchets and stuff like that <clears throat> um the flanking thing sounds interesting because if you if you take a game like banner lord 2 for example when you join in the middle of a fight, like, you're you're coming from the back, um, so you have the ultimate surprise. So I'm kind of wondering if, like, you're already in a battle, some, like, other troop uh, formation could come through the woods, flank you, and, like, you guys would be taking it from both sides, you know, just... I just, I don't know. I'm really excited for how it's gonna turn out. Um, position your troops wisely. Which, I mean, everybody who's played an RTS knows that. <laughs> uh, even a smaller force can beat a large one if commanded well. Which, I agree because, again, back to Bannerlord, I dominated this, like, 200-person army with my, like, 65 soldiers. It was insane. We got up on the hills, got my arrows down, and it was just awesome. And, like, it... it it's the right commander. <laughs> that's that's where all the wins come from. You can have the best commander with the smallest army versus the worst commander with the largest army, and I guarantee you the better commander is probably going to come out on top. Um, cavalry, fortifications, units on walls, gunpowder, and siege engines, aka trebuchets, are a work in progress and will certainly be present in the final version of the game, which... The fortifications sound cool because I'm wondering if you can run through towns and like fortify it up a little bit. The units on the walls sounds awesome. Gunpowder sounds really interesting because the more I think about it, that's like when the muskets I think were popular. So it's going to be kind of, you know, just kind of cool to see that type of uh, gunplay and stuff like that for a game. Um, the simulation 
This is the part that's awesome. Destruction simulations are pre-calculated in Houdini, which I'm pretty sure is their simulating program, <clears throat> to allow the most detailed visuals. With possible use of real-time cutting-edge chaos physics in the future, the pre-fractured structures are used for construction processes as well. Which means, like, when a, if a trebuchet is going to shoot and it goes right through the top of a tower, that tower is exploding, there's going to be chunks of rock falling, there's going to be a gaping hole in it. Say you're attacking the walls, like, that stuff starts to crumble, like... It's insane. On the trailer, it shows you the destruction, and it's just beautiful. It's everything you would ever want in a game like this. <laughs> and I'm really excited. The chaos physics, I'm wondering if that's going to be a more, like, complex uh, destruction simulation due to the fact that everything is already pre-calculated right now, so it's all going to fall the same. So I'm wondering if the chaos physics in the, is going to be that like random how it looks how like what chunks fall off etc so i'm really excited uh again the game was manor lords if you're interested in that i'm pretty sure it's on steam right now as for the due date i'm not entirely sure <laughs> um the next game is gonna be kind of stepping away from that but it's gonna be a simulation game it's gonna be more of a life simulation game um for those of you that have played the sims which i love the sims so and I'm not happy with the way Sims 4 turned out. I'm really not. Um, me and my buddy Rockin' Gamer, you guys know him on the other All Things Gaming podcast that I host with him. Um, and if you don't, you should definitely check that podcast out as well. It's gaming news, etc. <laughs> um, yeah, he found this game and he told me about it. And I was like, whoa, what? What's it? Like, what are you talking about? So we looked at, or I looked it up. It's called Paralives. <clears throat> it's being just it's being made by like a small studio um i'm pretty sure they're ever expanding on their team as far as i've saw in the past like eight or nine months the progress for the game is looking good <clears throat> there's not really that much to share about this game um only because they're not really giving that much detail out right now there have been a couple trailers uh they showed off the parafolk which are the sim type people Everything's customizable. It's really nice. Um, <clears throat> the build mode's really cool. That's what I'm excited for. Um, the open world's a plus. The uh, the fact that you can build stuff and like make it however big you want, <clears throat> and like it's just it's really cool. If you should definitely look up the trailer um, if you're a Sims fan. Uh, I think this will finally slap EA in the face to tell them, hey, you guys aren't really the only ones who can make. A life simulation game anymore so i'm hoping that they wake up and actually put some thought into the next sims because sims 4 is not gonna last much longer i don't think personally <laughs> um but yeah i i really am looking forward to that game it seems like there's gonna be seasons a full day night cycle um cars in the base game um kids if you didn't know toddlers was not included in the base sims 4 game <laughs> so it i mean it looks interesting i'm definitely gonna check it out if they come out with like an early access version i'm definitely getting it um so yeah the next game is gonna be kind of into the space theme but it's gonna be kind of more like mmo style um, I don't know if anybody's ever played Space Engineers, but it's like Space Engineers mixed with Minecraft voxel stuff. Um, 
And I've been following this game religiously for like a year now, and I cannot wait for it to come out. It's going to be called Starbase. You can find this one on Steam. Again, release date unknown. Um, I'm hoping in the next six months I can actually play the alpha, like the pre-alpha or whatever they want to call it. Um, I'm super excited for it. I have actually told three or four of my friends to get this when it comes out so we can all play it and like kind of establish our own little sector on the on the world um but starbase is going to be a massively multiplayer online game which mmo <laughs> with gameplay focused on building and designing spaceships stations exploration resource gathering crafting trading and combat now i know what you're thinking there's a game that sounds like that eve online this is like if Minecraft and EVE Online met up and the developers were just like, yo, we should just, we should make your physics in our game, but allow you to do whatever the hell you wanted. <laughs> um, destructible environment with voxel and fracture damage in-depth simulation. On the trailers, the dude takes a shotgun to a door and just shoots it once and it actually like destroys it. There's little tiny you know pellet holes through the door it's really cool the simulation for the damage looks awesome um that's the main reason i really want it um the environment in starbase is fully destructible meaning everything can be destroyed or disassembled with the right kind of tools and weaponry which means all the pre-built structures i'm guessing can be destroyed i know it's a big mmo game and there's gonna be like a bunch of factions and stuff like that so i'm really really interested in that part how the actual community is gonna play i know eve online's community has been somewhat decent over the last like 10 years i have played it personally everybody's usually really nice on there so we'll kind of see how this goes um the in-depth physics simulation enabled by hybrid voxel vertex based game mechanics make fights exploration and flying spaceships more creative and fun that being said think about it i mean if you've played space engineers then you already know that the uh if you get in, if you get into a fight on like against someone else and you take a rocket to the side of your ship, like, it actually blows, like, your hard work is just getting blown away and blown away. So you gotta, like, be more, you know, you gotta be more agile and, like, think about what you need to do. Um, the simulation of structural and elemental durability in the game adds its own twist and challenge to the efforts to conquer space. Poorly designed superstructures combined with overpowered steering thrusters can snap the spaceships in half if cutting corners too much in a space race. So hearing that leads me to wonder if there's going to be like structural integrity, which that kind of confirms it. So you actually need to build stuff like solid, like you got to actually build it like it's a real spaceship. So it's not just going to be like, oh, here's one wall and I'm good. And like, I'm just going to fly around and, you know, hit stuff. <laughs> um, the next part is really cool because it's about the uh, factions and stuff. Um, start shaping the Starbase universe with fellow robots by joining and working for factions. Build, fight, chat, and group up with other players to discover and settle the vast galaxy that is waiting for its first conquerors to make their mark. Basically... That's the EVE Online portion. You go out, you do, you make your own little sector. Um, you mine asteroids, trade, haul cargo with your friends, build a capital station with a huge company. I mean, that just sounds awesome. Like, 
imagine trade ships, alright? Just imagine a giant shipping freighter flying through space. You got like six of you and your buddies patrolling it. And then out of nowhere, just like some rockets start flying through, damaging the whole thing. And just, oh my lanta, just... <laughs> Just destroying the whole side of the ship and everything's pouring out and you have to sit there and just chill and try and figure it out. <laughs> I don't know, it sounds really cool. The fact that your ships could potentially go down, um, you have, you know, just tons and tons and tons and tons of just players trying for the same goal. So, um... The next part of that, hold on, I'm trying to catch back up. Oh, take part in the battle between the Empire and the Kingdom, or leisurely explore the galaxy while the insurance system has you covered should you accidentally wander into uncharted space. So it's going to have kind of like an insurance thing, kind of like EVE Online does, which is good. Um, that helps out a lot, but I'm sure it's expensive too. So, I mean, it's kind of probably like a double-edged sword. <laughs> Success in Starbase is not measured in hours played or an endless grind, but in the ingenui ingenuity <laughs> ingenuity <laughs> Oh man of each player and their ability to work together guys. I promise. I'm not dyslexic. Okay <laughs> uh, But yeah, so that being said, I'm sure you got to work together. That's where I'm talking about I hope the community turns out awesome because if not, it's going to be kind of like a drag, and it's not going to be that, like, that fun, in my opinion. Um, build and design your spaceship, stations, and devices down to the tiniest detail. Again, this sounds really cool. Um, the smallest building unit in Starbase is a single bolt, allowing you to build, repair, and modify spaceships, stations, and devices as you wish. I'm going to go ahead and guess that that means that you could literally change out every single tiny panel on, like, the side of a ship. Or the fact that you can, like, if you need to repair one little section, you have to take all the bolts out. And I'm going to guess you have to remove the front panel, remove, like, the structural integrity. Um, even the smallest of ships have thousands of parts, each with their own detailed damage model, making building and designing a truly creative process. That's insane. That's just insane. The small ships have thousands of parts. Each of them have their own detailed damage model, meaning when they get damaged, they look like they're damaged. That's crazy. Um, learning to use the in-game programming chips will take building and designing to a new level. That sounds cool. Um, I'm not entirely sure what they're implying with that. Um... Innovation, automation, and... Or, innovation and automation of ships... And creating clever ship layouts will make all the difference. Which, I mean, the, yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, and then the universe is... Um, they said it's really big. Explore the vast universe to discover stations, social hubs, and new raw materials. Arrange an exploration mission with friends and find out what the universe has to offer. I'm going to go ahead and guess that there's probably going to be factions that are going to have people... Uh, dedicated solely to exploration like sending like four or five ships in a group to explore like some vast like <laughs> asteroid or something to get resources or they see some ship debris and go out and look at it um 
It says travel to an asteroid field to mine raw minerals and salvage different materials from broken ships. Okay, there we go. Trade materials at trading stations or steal from others if that floats your space boat. Um, okay, cool. So piracy is going to be welcomed in the game. Um, that's comforting because EVE Online would not be as fun without the danger. Um, the dangers of space on those games is it actually makes your anxiety super high in my personal experience. <laughs> um, I'm excited. Uh, again, look out for that. That and Manor Lords, I'm going to be keeping you guys updated on whenever I find out new information. And I don't want it to just be like, oh, hey, they dropped this like two sentence information thing nah i want it to be like really informative and detailed for you guys that way i can just you know spill off another whole list and be like giving you guys my first impressions on how i feel about it um and just sharing everything like that with you guys <laughs> um so the last game we're going to be talking about today um is a game that's already out you can find it on Steam. It's called Medieval Dynasty. The people that make this have made Farmer's Dynasty, Lumberjack Dynasty. They're, they just updated Lumberjack Dynasty today as well. Um, I think it's like the second furniture update or something. And I, I haven't played any of them. Farmer's Dynasty I really wanted to get into. And I just, I forgot about it. And I never ended up buying it. So... Ooh, sorry. <laughs> I found this game, and it finally released, so I bought it. Um, I've been playing it since probably release. It's uh, an awesome game. I'm waiting for more updates, like the update they just dropped today will probably bring me back for a couple of like weeks, and then I'll probably have to get back to the point where I have to wait. <laughs> um... Medieval Dynasty is a unique mix of life simulation, survival, and strategy build-up game. Explore a huge and living open world, build up your village, and lead your folks through the Middle Ages. So, basically the game, you can have children, you get married, you can build your own, like, settlement, you, you like, assign people jobs and all that jazz, and then, like, once you die, you get to play as your child if they're old enough. So the goal is to live long enough to see your child become 18 and then you, you know, continue and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, Europe in the Middle Ages. The winters are harsh. People are struggling for survival. Turn your village into a realm fit for a king. Ensure your bloodline's place in history and rule for generations. Face the trials and tribulations of the Medieval Ages and Medieval Dynasty. I mean... That's a pretty good summary. <laughs> um, the winners in that game are super harsh. Like, I did the stupid mistake of selling my starter clothes. <laughs> and that was not okay. That was not a good time. I practically froze. I had to stay in my uh, house that I had built at the time. And the entire winter, I couldn't go out. Either that or I had to carry torches. It's it's a crazy game. Um, expand your borders by constructing buildings for your people, which is the construction aspect. There's there's quite a bit to build. I mean, there's not a lot, but there's quite a bit. Um, I know they need to add more, which will keep it more interesting. Um, cultivating the land and hunting to keep your population well-fed, which is insane. Um, 
farming in this game really irks me because the fields are not like even they're not are they're not they're even but they're like tilted they're like turned to the side and it's just <laughs> i wish you could rotate them because if you've played medieval dynasty you know what i'm talking about if you haven't it's just one of those things that it doesn't line up with like the already pre-built roads so you're just sitting there like oh this is my ocd is messing me up right now <laughs> Um, plan accordingly so that your folk don't starve to death, which is true. You want to really hunt and get a lot of meat and stuff put in first. Um, that way your population, when you first start to recruit people, doesn't starve to death. Um, start a family and claim your place in history by founding a prodigious dynasty. That being said... They haven't really shared that much more about the whole what happens family feature wise. The Reddit for this, there's only been like a couple of people that have made it that far, and they say that there's not really much to do at that point. It's kind of like the same thing, you're just repeating it. <laughs> um, so, the update that they added, I just want to go ahead and kind of give you guys an update on it today uh, I meant to do this episode a couple days ago but like life kind of happened so this is like a, it's supposed to be a weekly show but it's been a couple weeks but I promise to get back on it <laughs> um so basically we want to waive some of the mystery about what's coming in the next medieval dynasty update which dropped today we're excited to see how our game develops every day and it's pretty tempting to share with you what we are currently working on so here it is a tease of what's ahead okay so basically what the community has been asking for is roads and paths the ability to the simplest thing it's just for aesthetics i promise it's not anything great yet but they also added backpacks and stuff in the last update before this so that helps the carrying and um they're talking i i really want them to add carts that you can like carry goods in to towns to sell because like running is not okay it's not it's so repetitive and super annoying um <laughs> it's not as fun it's after a while it just gets old it it really does um but that's not all they added fishing now, I read the patch notes. I should have added them, but the patch notes that came out um, say they added three different kinds of fish. Um, you have, uh, you can fish with spears and different other weapons. It sounds awesome. It's, I need to update it so I can actually give you guys like a more in-depth review on that. Um, but the game looks cool. I'm hoping, like I said, they add some more like aspect stuff that just for like aesthetics that's gonna make it a little bit easier on us the player to play the game um i do wanna i do wanna touch base with a couple of these games here in about like two or three months we'll come back review them a little bit um if there's anything if there's any games that you guys think look cool uh you could tweet it to us at sgt weekly pod or you could just you know just email us our emails on there <laughs> um but yeah i think that's i think that's gonna be the end of this week's episode um thanks for listening 
Uh, don't forget to leave a rating. That way I know I'm doing a good job for you guys week after week. Don't forget to follow the show on Twitter, at SGTPod. Uh, you'll see all the updates for when an episode drops there. Our link tree's there that leads you to our Facebook. Uh, just all the listening places for the podcast. And I'm really grateful since Thanksgiving's today. Um, I'm really grateful for all the new listeners, all the friends I've been making through podcasting. You guys are awesome. A lot of you put on good shows as well. So I'm glad that I'm in this community because everybody's awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to continue it with you all. Um, so yeah, don't forget to pay your tab on the way out this time. I'll catch you guys next week.